Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, Lil' Vader this bitch. Check me out on the Bootleg Kev Podcast. We gonna rent it up on the game. Oh. Yo, Bootleg Kev Podcast special guest here. Lil' Vader is here. Welcome. Oh, Lil' Vader this bitch. What's up, man? What's the deal, bro? Well, I was just having this conversation with our buddy. Uh, I don't know if you know. Do you know Gabe C.? Mm, he's okay. Blast DJ. He used to be a Power 106. He's uh, DJ's on uh, Sirius. I might have heard of him. Uh, but we we're talking about like LA rap, right? Let's say Southern California hip hop, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been a drought. The only thing in the last year that's popped is you and Three One Zero Baby. Yeah, Three Ten Baby. Shout out to him. And it's uh, it's 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 it's. it's I mean, you've you've kind of like figured out this uh, this formula of yours. I want to get into it, but first of all, before we do that, like, give me kind of some of your background. What part of Cali are you from? Um, sure. How long you been rapping? Give me, a, give me the whole rundown. So, sure, shit, I'm from South Central LA. You feel me? I'm 28. Uh, I've been moving around all throughout LA, like my whole life, like since I was a baby. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with all the streets, but I grew up on Third Ave and Exposition. Okay. Moved from there to like 48th and Second Ave, mm-hmm. 54th and Third Ave. Just like all. So you were moving around. Moving around, like every. Three or four years my whole life I was moving, but just all throughout L.A. I went to Tom Bradley uh, mm-hmm. Elementary. I went to Palms Middle School in uh, Culver City, and then I graduated high school at Dorsey High School. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. And so how, what about like, because I barely maybe heard of you maybe about a year ago now. A year. Mm-hmm. I think him, Beasy, came up here. Well, he was supposed to come up here, but his manager was here, and he was. Yeah. I think he managed you too, or he did? Yeah, he did. Yep. And uh, he was like, yo, Lil Veda. And I was like, I keep hearing that. And you were getting booked in Arizona, like little <laughs> yeah. spots. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, me. And I'm not, on, I mean, I don't, I'm on TikTok. Like, you go to my TikTok page and check out my content, but I'm not on TikTok. I'm not on it like that. Yeah. I'm not swiping and, oh, what's this song? This, you know, but you going crazy on TikTok and shit. Um, but how long, like, what's the music journey like for you? Like, man, I really, I've been doing music since 2017 for real, but. I didn't take it serious till 2020. Mm. That's when I really put my foot on the gas and 
started getting known around the city. I had this song called uh, Gangsters and Wretches. Mm. And I had put like four artists on it, like Ash Bass, Chef Boy, uh, Killer F from Fanatics. Then I got Rucci on it. Shout out to Rucci. So I can't, yeah, shout out Rucci. I came off the rip trying to like be on some like unity, you right. know, unite, bring everybody together. And I made like a banger. And for the whole first minute of the song, it was just me gassing, probably like, I think like 32 bars or something. And then everybody else got like a 16. And that's what got me buzzing in the city for real in 2020. And then I didn't blow up for real, for real until WAP it came out. Right. That's what really changed everything for me, changed my life. But that was just a year ago. That wasn't long ago. Nah, that was just a year ago. Before that, I was still working nine to five. What was your last nine to five? Last line of five, uh, Stizzy. I worked at Stizzy Warehouse. Oh, at the dispensary? At the warehouse, though. Oh, shout out to uh, Stizzy. Yeah. Even though they don't sponsor us, they reached out once. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that was just like a little over a year ago. Probably like... So you were like just like helping with the like the, the packing? Yeah, and the... packaging everything, putting the labels on, shit like that. Nice. That was my last job on me. Just in 2022, like at the end. That's fire. Do you still get like stizzy? Like if you need some, no? No, nah, I don't really go there like that. I don't really smoke like that for real. Oh, you're not a big smoker? Nah. I, I just stopped drinking too. Oh, good for you. Yeah, for the new year. What inspired you to stop drinking? Uh, just, I'll be going too crazy. Yeah. I'm a shot of clock every five minutes type right. of nigga, you feel me? So. And you're in the club a lot because you get booked in all the clubs. Now, I've been booked all year. So what was your uh, like drink of choice? Tequila, I'm assuming? Yeah, for sure. Casamigos rep. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Everybody oh, off yeah. the casa. Always. I just wonder when the tequila era is going to end. <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to end. Because be it went from like the Henny era, Ciroc had a run, uh, us white boys had Fireball for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I never, I never now, even tasted that. Fireball's fire. What? Oh, I was off that shit for like eight years of my life. That shit crazy. Um, but but it's, it's 100% the pandemic created the tequila wave think so oh yeah because everybody was getting the edd and then they were able to go get the, and then <laughs> and the, the 1942 and all that the 1942 oh, yeah. and the fucking class azul what? and then casamigos just blew the fuck up in the pandemic so now everyone drinks tequila which is a, a, it probably the best liquor health-wise you could drink yeah i mean it's all bullshit it's liquor right. but if, if you had to pick one definitely gonna be that's what's up. Uh, you have F cancer on your face. What inspired that? Uh, I lost my dad to cancer in 2016. Oh, damn. What kind of cancer? Uh, pancreatic. And then it wound up spreading to his liver oh, like fuck. later. That's a tough, that's tough, man. Yeah. But that's what pretty much inspired me to even rap for real, like tell my story and shit like that. It's dope too because, you know, when we think of like LA hip hop, a lot of people who don't live here or who just kind of perceive whatever LA hip hop or the scene is like here... I feel like sometimes they think of negativity first because mm-hmm. of some of the politics, some of the gang stuff that happens here. But like, right. you know, I think back to like rewind to like 2011, 12, even 2010, the party music that was getting made, mm-hmm. you know, like YG. Oh, and even yeah. before that with the jerk movement. And like, you know what I'm saying? So it's oh, dope yeah. to see like, like the stuff we're talking about, like, uh, it's, it's fun. It's party music. Right. You know what I mean? Like, not definitely that uh that wave like those years that you just mentioned that all ins- inspired my whole career like you see the samples I'll be doing mm-hmm. it'd be like a lot of songs from back then that's when I was like in high school and going to little yeah. clubs and shit you feel me hearing YG Joe Moses Ty Dolla Sign yeah. all those so guys, I'm just yeah. I'm trying to bring back that type of energy just like, it, it's missing you feel me it's definitely missing it's missing in general in music yeah for sure for sure like especially no, out here though like definitely. no like no especially here but just in general like I'm thinking like damn like 
the club records that I could play that are current that are between like 95 BPMs and like a 110, <laughs> it's just, it's really your shit and 310 baby that's current. There's nothing else. That's true. There's not, nothing else. I don't even fuck with under like like 110 no more. All my shit be like 112 and up. No, your shit's, your shit's up there. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. It's, it's a, I got a beat match high for sure. <laughs> um, so oh, me. I'm curious. When I heard your stuff, I was like, there's no way any of these samples are cleared. <laughs> they are now. They are now. Yeah, they, they for sure are now. But they weren't for a while. Yeah, nah. Hell nah. Because I was like, damn. Yeah. This motherfucker's, <laughs> he's just running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? I was just, I didn't really know much about the business part of uh, the music industry when I was coming up. I was just young, hungry. And um, like I said, that era, 2011, 2012, YG and all that. I was like in love with that that era of music, so I just wanted to like put my own taste on those beats. So when I was coming up, you know, I didn't know nothing about clearing samples or any right. of that. I was just I hear a remix, I turn that motherfucker on and gas up. And then once I started catching some steam, then I'm like, okay, I got to learn the business side. Right. So that's when I started getting lawyers. You feel me and shit like. Well, that. I was gonna and say it, like, did anybody anybody hit you? Like, does Tiger reach out to you and be like, hey, bro, this is cool, but like. <laughs> I'm gonna need my bag. Tiger definitely reached out to me. Not on no, I'm gonna need my bag shit. It was more on some let me help on a remix type shit. Okay, okay, okay. But I don't know what happened. Shit. Well, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, get on the remix so then we can actually clear it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't got it heaven, but I don't know. Like, I feel like all the artists that, that's coming up right now is getting remixes with much more ease. I don't know if you you noticed that, but like like 310 baby, like boom, he got like five popping crazy ass artists on the remix and i feel like i haven't had that opportunity yet to just i think it's gonna happen I think so who i i think i think um i think a lot of it is like well one like soak city soak city is a fucking big record it's huge huge record and i think that you know uh that his team is he's got a good team around yeah him. for sure for sure he does have a great team around sure. shout out to my guy gentry um I don't know what your team's like, so I can't speak to your team. Well, I, I'm independent for sure. I just got a manager. You feel me? I, I don't like really recently, have... you just got a new manager. Like, because yeah. you told me you had your old manager. Yeah, I had to get rid of that situation, but I do have a new manager now. But I'm still independent. Like, I don't have no so. Labor is yet. your is your stuff just straight distro kid? Yeah. Oh shit. Yep. So it, how hard is it to clear these big records after they're already out? Well, it just depends on who you know, for real. Cause, how, okay, what songs all together have you sampled so far? Shit, because it's a lot. <laughs> as far, all right. So as far as like, after I got on, Wop it, eat it up, up. That's another one I sample. I sample lean back. Well, you know the song is yeah, yeah Rack City. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Uh, lean back, up. Was, White Love Ranch. To me, the toughest was the toughest. Is the toughest one to clear Usher? Yes. It has to be. Yeah, that was the toughest one. We got it all taken care of now, but that was definitely... That had to be tough. Because that's a that's a mega hit right there. That's like one me? of the biggest songs ever. On me, and that's that's one that I was like... I didn't touch it like damn near... I think it was like four years into, into my career that I, I wanted to do it. I'm like, damn, I want to do yeah. But I'm like, that's too big of a hit. Let me let me chill on that one. And then as soon as I did it, whop, it took off. Damn. On me. It's like damn, it'd be like that though. Like songs that I that I want to do, like Rack City. I I wanted to do that beat years ago. But I'm like, let me just hold on to it. I got to do something special. So, do you have a producer that knows how to speed up the shit the way you like it? 
Hell yeah. I'm locked in with my producer. Shout out Loda Great, uh, Scum and Uno, and then my engineer, he also a producer. His name Marv. He make a lot of money. I was about to say, for what you do, an engineer really can just do it. Yeah. Just speed I'll, it up in Pro Tools. What? My engineer. All right, so. Chop the, it the right way. Oh, put God. Put drums under it. <laughs> all the beats that I got that y'all hearing, it don't sound like that when a producer sent it to me. It sound like some whole other shit. Engineer got to put his hands on it. Hell, yeah. I'll tell Which is producing. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting because I, I, like, I like it because what you're doing is, it is... It's just a new tech. It's fun. You know what I'm saying? Right. And is there, is, is, have you decided, have you, have you fucked around with doing anything not, that isn't sample based? Yeah. I'm about to, I'm about to turn in my album actually today. Is, how much of it is samples? How much of it isn't? Uh, Cause you're kind of known for that. The only samples are the songs that y'all heard already. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's like. Same BPM range though. It's like that. Your, that's your bag. I'm versatile. I got a whole different range that people don't even know about. That's why I haven't been doing any interviews, because I've really been wanting people to just hear a different side of me first. You feel me? Right now, everybody think I'm just a club guy. I got all these type of turn-up bangers, which I do, but I got a whole nother side to me. So now that I'm about to put this project out, I'm open to like doing interviews, you know, just so people could get a different side of me first. Well, you, you obviously, you, you alluded to being fully independent. Like, that can't be, uh, everyone's got to be on your line, though. I mean, maybe not everybody, but a lot yeah. of people are banging their line, not for sure. For sure, since the beginning. So what has been the reason why you haven't tried to go with a label yet? I feel like I haven't reached my full potential yet. Well, yeah, because you're, whatever deal you sign right now, they're going to fuck you in yeah, some capacity. Exactly. I mean, I don't want to use the word fuck you. but no, like, but for sure. But, but, they, but they're, they, they might have the leverage. You could, you could put this album out, build up a lot more leverage, and then come back to the table exactly. and get a much better deal probably, right? That's my plan. Yeah. Definitely. That's crazy, man. Yeah. It's wild too, because man, I feel like uh, you know, there's been um, so many dope LA artists that I'm gonna tell you this: be careful, because sometimes I, I've I've seen this happen where people will overthink themselves out of being bigger because right. they want to stay independent a little longer. Uh. I see what you're saying. I've seen this happen. Yeah. And I, I mean, some of the bigger LA names ever had a really big record. I'm not talking about recently. I'm talking about, let's say the last 10 or 12 years. I had opportunities to take deals and like maybe elevate things to another level. And we're like, nah, not yet. So yeah. just be careful with that, you know? Right. Because you never know. If the album comes out and it doesn't do what you hope it does. Right. Then it can hurt you with well, them talks. I, I'm, nobody noticed, but I'm putting my album out through a distribution company. Oh, you're doing distro? Yeah. Empire? Nah, Create. Oh, Create. Shout out to Create. Yeah, for sure. Create's doing their thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good... See, mm -hmm. Create's a good... You want a partner like that. You know what I'm saying? Somebody who's, exactly. who'll give you some label services, but not fucking... Exactly. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's the way to go right there, for sure. Yeah, that's smart. So I'm excited to hear what you guys... So is there any remixes being worked on? Uh, Yeah. I got a lot of uh, I got a lot of remixes on the way. I'm just I just been saving everything for real. Yeah. Yeah, just getting ready like for the album. Have you had like like a good experience with some of the OGs on the LA side of hip hop in terms cuz you there's no way everyone's in the club here. <laughs> they all are at fucking uh you know the clubs they're Dragon all Fly. At, they're all at Dragonfly. They're all at Kingpin Mondays. They're all here in your records. So they know your shit. Has it been a, a positive experience <sighs> with any of these guys? Anybody reached out? 
like you said, hey, I don't know how I, you know, like you mentioned earlier, like 310 Baby's got five of these. He got mustard, blue bucks, fucking blue face all on the remix. Like, right, right. Honestly, I feel like uh, I've been having good and bad experiences. Um, I'll say more bad than good for sure. Like a lot of people reach out to me. I'm not going to throw no names out there, but niggas will reach out and be like, I'll fuck with what you're doing. I'll fuck with your movement. Let's do something. And that's and it. And I'll be like, all right, come on. Yeah, let's, let's come on. Hey, I'm let's in the link. studio I'm, right now. Yeah. I'm at the studio right now. What you trying to do? I never hear from him again. Wow. Ever. And it just kind of make me feel like, damn, like, is it because I'm only doing remixes? Mm. Maybe they like don't I'm, maybe they don't think the record will get cleared. Maybe. That might be it. Maybe. But I got that side handled though. Well, now they know. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe they'll fuck with me now. I nah, I mean either way though, that's <laughs> that's that's disingenuine though. Like, don't reach out to me if like we can't go get in and cut some Bro, shit. I'm really Bro, I'm really, like, from the slum. Like, I'm from L.A. You feel me? So, to get hit up by these people that I looked up to. It's a big deal. It's a big deal to me. Like, I don't I don't like Hollywood about it or nothing. Right. I, I'll take that shit to heart. When I first uh, started blowing up off of Wapit and Tiger DM me, I cried. I'm not even going to lie. Wow. I cried because that was my first. Not because it was Tiger. It was just like. Nah, but that's a That was my first time getting a. Uh, Get a notoriety from somebody big. And that reaffirms that you're on the right path. Exactly. Yep. I'm talking about this at the very beginning, January. Wap it blew up in December. I look at my phone. I wake up from a nap with my son. I look up. Tiger. Wap it. Remix. I'm like, what the fuck? I show my mom. I started screaming. I couldn't believe it. That's so fire. Because that's a moment that could change somebody's life. You yeah. feel me? No, nah, because, I mean, even if nothing comes from that, it's like, well, shit, if Tiger saw it and fucked with it, Come on that now. means I'm on the right path. Exactly. I'm so sure that, you've had other DMs like that yeah, since nah, then. It's been a shitload of them, but I'm saying that that first one, like that's what really got me emotional for real. But I'm just saying like throughout this process and this path that I've been on, I've run into a lot of situations like that. Like people will tap in with me and speak positive and then I'll never hear from them. What about the guys who you do hear from who you have had positive experiences oh, with? Who are they? Man, shout out Ty Dallas Sign. That's like my He's brother. the best. Yeah, I, I fucking love Ty Dolla Sign. I owe him everything. He's actually one of the more like genuine, good human beings. I've known no, him definitely. since 2010, 11. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he just invited me out to Vegas and uh, I was hanging out with him and his, his daughter and we were chilling with Kanye all night. <laughs> yeah. He literally was like, man, come out. <laughs> Shout out Kanye. And... Mm -hmm. um, I was like the coolest night of my life, to be honest. I'm like in a room with like, I mean, you know, I'm there with Ty, right? But I'm Kanye's there and fucking legends. Tiger's there yeah. and YG's there. And Hell yeah! Little Shout Dirk, out YG little too. Dirk was there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kid Cudi was there. Oh, this the album shit they did. This was in this a fuck at the at the Four Seasons in Vegas in Kanye's suite. Oh shit. It was, they were finishing the album and then it turned into like a party and then party. somehow India Love started cutting vocals. Oh, yeah, yeah, It was so oh, random. Bro, it was... I love her. And I'm shroomed the fuck out. <laughs> and I'm like, this I shit. I can't fuck with the shrooms, bro. I was like, this shit is crazy. All right, so you say Ty. We know Ty's the greatest. Shout out to Ty. Yeah, shout out to Ty. And also one of the most talented human beings to ever do anything. Yes, He's sir. a fucking alien. Legend. Yes. Uh, Ty, YG, for sure. Definitely fuck with each other. Uh, Wiz. Wiz is great. Me and Wiz got a, a real good relationship. Love Wiz. 
Hell yeah. Shit, just uh, a lot of the up and coming, like LA artists that was on before me, like the One Take J's, AZ Chikes. Yeah, those guys are great. OGZ, mm-hmm. like just I love OGZ, man. Yeah, I fuck with him. Yeah. Me. OGZ's uh, gonna have a long career, man, because he's a good dude, man. Definitely. Me and X4 got a real good relationship. He's great too. I, I, I free him. Free X4. Because we we did an uh, interview and I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like the coolest motherfucker. Oh me, you got the real good side out of him. He was so funny. And then like he saw I went uh, he saw I went hog hunting uh, in Texas with that Mexican OT and he DM me. He's like, we gotta go do this. <laughs> I was like, bro, let's go. <laughs> He's like, no, for real. Right, let's do it. I was like, dog, I'm down. Let's go hunting. Like, yeah, free X4. Free him, man. Sure, he's sure. he's got he's gonna have a, if he can get his shit together. Yeah, he's, he's got a bright future. Most definitely. Oh yeah. Damn. Yeah. You know, I want to hear you on a song with Blueface though. Oh yeah. Oh, we got a song together. Do you? I haven't oh, heard yeah. it. It's in the cut though. Nobody know about it. I want to hear that. That's on the way. Blueface is uh, again cool dude. A lot of people say what y'all want about Blueface. He's mastered. He run the internet though. He has mastered the internet. Man, it's crazy. I. It, it's really like. Since six nine, no one has figured out the internet better than him. I think so. Yeah. In yeah. terms of just like, I'm not talking about anything. However you feel about six nine, when he was hot, yeah, he nah, had the he, internet. Yeah, internet on smash, twenty four seven. Bro, he broke. Man, I interviewed his baby mama and him six months ago, and I thought it was a joke. Yeah. And his lightweight was a joke. Yeah. It was like baby mama music, right. and she put out the Stewie song, and yeah. I told her to her face, her music sucked. And she, <laughs> and she got a deal with Columbia Records. Oh, God in heaven, bro. I don't think, Who else can do that but Blueface? I don't think they be- they even believed it was going to be on that level. Like when they first started they fucking didn't. around. They didn't. But the Barbie record is hot. That shit crazy. And shit it's crazy. like, who else could do that, bro? That's insane. When you this really is his son's, and this is his kid's mom. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to show y'all it ain't about her. It's about me. And I'm going to put her on. Right. It's crazy. Shout out to Blueface, man. Um, For your album is... uh, Because you're also like... I feel like you do make party music, but like you could tell in these records that you could really rap for real. Yeah, definitely. Oh, we're going to get a lot of bars on this uh, project? Hell yeah. I'm spilling my heart out on this motherfucker for real. That's dope, man. Because I do feel like, like even though these are party records, I could hear it. Oh, this fool could snap. Yeah, you hear it. You hear the cadence. Cadence is there, crazy. Any features on the album? Oh, definitely. Blueface, crazy ones. Nah, Blueface not on it. Who's but on I got album? some. I got some big features. Though. I'm not gonna say it right now. I'm turning it in today. But I got some big, like global, like. One yeah. Snoop Dogg. Nah, oh, I got that. You said global. Oh, mm, damn, they're on that level though. Damn near. Yeah. Wiz. Maybe it's definitely Wiz. Maybe that's global on that level. Never know. It's Wiz. <laughs> Wiz is on the album. Um, he didn't say no. Uh, what's the album coming out? Uh, I'm pushing for later this month, but I'm, I'm gonna get the release date and everything today. What is your favorite? Because you've been getting booked at these clubs, and I don't want you to run into the same problem I've seen guys. I'll even say it, AD, who's my brother, mm-hmm. so he knows I can I can speak I about AD, AD like this. When AD was out. He did so many clubs mm-hmm. that I feel like it kind of burnt his brand out a little. Mm. I don't think you're doing that yet. Yeah. But is that something you're aware of? Most definitely. I just had this conversation with one of my homies. He like, I need to become more exclusive. Because mm. since I just blew up last year, it only been a year. 
that's how I've been getting money since I'm in. Yeah, it's how you're supporting yourself because you you're so. not getting because also you can't. I mean, the streams ain't paying like that. <laughs> Shit, nah, the streams paying. But Make- but but you, for example, if you if you go and pick up a f- five bands from a club, that's like a one point one million streams on Spotify because uh, streams yeah. is thirty. Oh, okay, I see what you mean. Streams yeah, thirty eight hundred dollars yeah. yeah, for nah, a million nah, streams for sure, on Spotify. For sure. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, you could go be like. I always look at shit like streaming numbers. Like, all right, well, if you can go do this party and get $3 million or 3 million streams worth of money real quick, what the fuck? Right. But you also, like you said, like, you got to be careful. Because like I said, with AD, when AD had juice, that motherfucker was everything. Man, oh God, I remember that. He lived in the club. Hell yeah. And I don't know if it hurt him or, I mean, him and I have talked about it. So I think, I think it hurt him a little though. Yeah. It can't hurt you. I just started turning down bookings, like for real, like maybe like in the last three or four months. And the, I mean, look, to be fair, the L.A. club scene isn't what it was That's before not, the pandemic. What? Trust me, I know. R.I.P. to Playhouse. Yeah. Um, but it's still a thing. But it's not like what it was. Yeah, it's not. But like you could still go hit Scottsdale and I mean. Oh, Arizona's my spot. Yeah, you get booked in Arizona. I'm out there like, I've been out there like more than any. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I remember we were talking like early on when you were bubbling. Mm-hmm. You know, my club group chat, because I want a club out there. Yeah. And uh, my boy was like, yo, we could do a little Veda. And somebody replied, they're like, I saw this motherfucker at a, a brunch, a club, a hookah lounge, <laughs> hey, all on the same weekend. <laughs> when I go to Arizona, I'll run it up. I'll be everywhere. Yeah. Brunch house, 11-11, yep. pretty please, Airbnb parties. You don't even, yeah, he's, he's a vibe, man. Over. For sure. Uh, anything else you're working on? Anything else you want to talk about, man? Uh, shit, I'm working on my clothing line, my F Cancer clothing Oh, no. Yeah, I'm trying to set up something with my album where a uh, percentage of the proceeds that I make could go towards, like, a cancer uh, organization. Make sure it's, like, one that, like, I feel like some of the bigger ones are so much bureaucracy wrapped up in, like, where the money goes. Like, it's a lot, yeah. You always got to worry about that, but it's coming from a genuine place from me. No, that's amazing. For me, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, my clothing line, that should be out, like, around when my album come out. Trying to set up everything. Uh, shit, just be ready for my album. It's going to be 16 songs. 12 of them going to be brand new. A lot of hot features. Uh, a lot of styles that y'all never heard from me before. Uh, shit. Not to end the interview on a, a somber note, but obviously the you know you losing your dad to cancer is a big deal to you. A yeah. uh, big deal to anybody. Uh, for you, what would be some advice if someone lost a parent? Um, what would be the advice you would give to them how to cope, how to more and how to get through it how to get on the other side of it you know uh well first let me explain to you how it even happened first so pretty much uh 2016 i was working at fedex okay I used to work at the warehouse at lax and um you know when he first got diagnosed with it that shit hurt you feel me but he was Taking all the precautions to get rid of it, like everything. I'm talking right. about to a T. Chemo. Everything. everything. Wake up at this time, take this. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Coffee, enemas, salads, like everything. Everything. So um, he got rid of it. Uh, he got rid of the pancreatic cancer, and he got rid of it for about two months. Then he came to my house one day, and he was like, uh, came back to his liver, though. Mm. So I'm like, damn, here this go again. So after that happened... Uh, I'm working, I'm working. You know, he's still doing his shit. He can't, my mom came to my job at FedEx. My mom don't go nowhere. Like, she literally don't leave the house. So when my manager, like, my mom here, I'm like, what the fuck? I rushed to the front. She's like, oh, they gave him two months. I'm like, wow. 
Damn. Yeah, that shit hit different. I left the job. You feel me? Crying, all type of shit. And then uh, after that day, it was about two weeks. It was about two weeks. Uh, my stepmom wind up calling me from the hospital. She like, yeah, it's that time. So I rush up there. When I got there, he taking like, like a breath, like every. 45 seconds or 30 seconds. Barely hanging on. Barely hanging on. So what a lot of people don't know is I actually got to see my dad take his last breath. Wow. Yeah, like literally the last one. The whole family standing over him, like trying to touch him a little bit, like make sure he stay up. And once he took that last one, he was out. So that right there, like seeing that was so detrimental to me. That's what sparked like me to even do music. You feel me? So me like blowing up and even being able to sit right here with you is like, like, well, it's like a real testament to my journey. Like, I can't even believe I'm here. You're lucky to have been there with him. No, definitely. Right. Because I, I had it both ways. With my, so my grandpa, when he passed away, I was holding his hand. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was, it was me and my cousin in the room with him. Because mm-hmm. he was in hospice and they, and they knew he was going to die. So they brought him back to my, my family's house. So I was holding his hand literally while he died. Yeah. So I felt, I don't want to say I felt good about it, but I felt like, at peace with it. Yeah. During yeah. COVID, my grandma died of COVID in a nursing home and they wouldn't let us be with her because of mm. COVID. So she died alone. That's fucked up. That shit fucked me up. Cause you're That's like, tough. damn, like I, we wanted to be there, but this COVID bullshit, right. They wouldn't let anybody in the nursing home. So my grandma passed away by herself. We don't know what she was thinking. We don't know nothing. You know what I'm saying? So you're, you're lucky to have been with your been pops. There for sure. For sure. I don't take that for granted. That, that moment, just like, that's yeah. like a real, you know, I, I hold that shit right here. Like, nah, that's dope. It's a part of your mission now. Definitely. But as far as advice, I would say um, if you lo- lost anyone, you feel me, for anybody that lost someone, find something to not take your mind off of it because nothing going to take your mind pour off of it. Pour the pain into something. Into something. Mm-hmm. That's exactly Something what productive. For sure. Something productive. Because you could pour it into something negative. Exactly. You know, but pour it into, into something. Shit, but 100%. Pour it into something positive. You feel me? Find something. If it's going to the gym, whatever. You feel me? Find something that's going to fuel you and like make you put on for your person you lost. Well, you've done a good job, man. Appreciate you. Salute man. on the success. Yes, sir. Um, I look forward to hearing the album. And yeah. you got a name for the album? King of Ratchet. King of Ratchet. Yeah. That's what we've been missing in LA, y'all. Yeah. Back we to gonna, the Ratchet shit. We're going to stamp that. Yeah, you're gonna make Joe Moses and YG and everybody proud. I got a feel. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> and I'll, I'll be doing shows with Joe Moses and all that. We got a show on, on March fourth. Nah, man. Joe's the greatest. He, yeah. He's such a nice guy. Shout man. out to bro. And Make he sure. like a real OG. And he got a hot record right now. <laughs> he's got that a shit joint. crazy as fuck. I'm Joe's like, good for like every three or four years. Just a joint. Outside with something crazy <laughs> for sure. Shout yep. out to Joe Moses. and that remix on the way too. There it. Is. Oh shit! There it is, man. Lil Vader, I appreciate you pulling up, brother. Yes, Yes, sir. sir. Appreciate you for having me. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.